0: Hey kids, welcome back to On Stage Off Stage. I'm your host, George Sapio. For those of you who've been following our podcast, you know we've had actors, directors, playwrights, set lighting and music directors, teachers, front of house people, solo artists and even an opera star. What's great about On Stage Off Stage is that after three plus years, we can still come up with a first for the show. And that first is, (laughs) get this, vaudeville performers. Yep. This month, we feature the talented trio of troopers that make up Flower City Vaudeville. Flower City Vaudeville is based in and around Rochester, New York, but recently finished their second smash run at the Ithaca Fringe Festival. Flower City Vaudeville is Ward Hartenstein, Richard Houston, and Dr. Ted Baumhauer. For those of you who like juggling, oddball musical performance, breathtaking physical comedy, hammock walking, storytelling, unicycle riding, lasso spinning, and of course, audience participation, yes, and macaroons also, but you think vaudeville is a long gone form of entertainment <laughs> Oh you ain't seen nothing yet one of, one of the things one of the things you, that that are out there in the theatrical world these days that we don't see very often that you guys are a specialty of is vaudeville a lot of people have thought well vaudeville that that was something that was that was years ago um, how did you get into this and what uh, what are your influences <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that was
0: fun. Let's move on to the yeah, next question.
1: question. Influence. you are an influence. Oh boy, yeah, I've influenced these guys a lot, and they, and getting lot, gotten into a lot of trouble. I'm Richard Houston, by the way. I was just going to ask. Who is <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been. I've been under the influence. Once oh, or we've twice, seen but that. We got to do a family show. Family show, right? Keep it clean. clean, clean Keep okay. it clean. For me, early influences. Actually, this
0: is not a family show. This is a podcast. Listen to by yourself. Oh, you
1: shouldn't tell me so,
0: that. Uh, yeah. I could be under the influence now. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Probably never mind. Anyway, oh, early influences: Buster Keaton, Charlie Chaplin, Harold Lloyd. Mm-hmm. You know the uh, the typical old time vaudevillian things. Fields, uh, Marx Brothers, Mark's Brothers yeah. Keystone Cops, cartoons. Uh, the older Bugs Bunny and whatnot cartoons. Do, do you ever hear Three Stooges? Hmm? Three Stooges. <laughs> what?
2: Oh, oh, oh! oh you those guys. The four yeah, guys. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So anyway, playing around like that always thrilled me all my life, Uh, and at some point after raising a family and uh, having enough time to actually play, I started learning how to be a clown and do things. I learned all the birthday party clown stuff and was very uh, too limited by it and wanted to express myself in much more realistic ways and go wackier uh, at the same time. So all the makeup and all the uh, wacky colors came off, and I dressed in a very natural as you probably may see our pictures for our you Want to do that before I go on? No, <laughs> we're <laughs> fine. Yeah. Yeah, what do you
2: need makeup for? With a face like that? I know, it's that's what I get radio.
1: told. It's a face for radio. And, and uh, uh, Yeah, behind the pictures, behind the screen. Okay. So um, I... Yes, go ahead. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm now, I'm stumbling. It's his fault. He directed, distracted. Me. How did you
0: guys He's find gone. each other?
1: Well, this is Ted. How did we find each other? Pretty badly. Pretty badly. <laughs> <laughs> I find Jeez. him. Find I, him a little bit. How did like you guys
0: that? form Flower City Vaudeville? Oh, oh, oh,
3: Ward, Ward, do you want to take well, that Well, sure. One? This is Ward. Um, I mean, each of us has had our own um, career, I guess, uh, as, as performers in different ways um how'd you start out i i I was a musical performer ted does uh leadership training and and juggling became part of that richard has always been a clown so we brought these different skills together um and we have a collaborative process for developing material that um uses the different directions that we're coming from as as artists
2: yeah, this is Ted. We, we were all performing separately, and then a number of years, about seven years ago up in Rochester, the Village Gate would, is this area that has all these restaurants in a courtyard, and they would hire bands to come in through the summer. And a, a friend of ours, Rick Simpson, would go in at the, at the break and pass the hat. He'd do some juggling and pass the hat as the band was taking their breaks. And after a couple of years, the, the person that was hiring the band said, well, do you have friends that do this? Instead of hiring six bands this summer, we'll hire five. You bring your group in. So Rich and Ward and I were just part of that but performing separately. And we did that for two summers. We'd go in one Saturday night and right. do that and pass the hat. And there was like 12 acts. Actually, I, I thought, you know, vaudeville. My, one of my life's bucket list was fulfilled. I actually followed a singing saw act. I didn't think that would have been <laughs> even possible. It's like, oh my God, I've followed a singing saw.
3: And now we have one. And now we have one. We, have, we, have, we one. have a singing saw in our app. Yeah.
2: And, uh, and so we did that for two, two uh, summers, and then the Rochester Fringe Fest started. So we started out with six of us, well, seven or so of us doing the Rochester Fringe Fest. The first year.
3: As Flower City Vaudeville. Yeah.
2: Se- and it was all separate acts, but it was nothing connected. And then the second year, Rich and I ended up being the MCs, more like Kermit and Fozzie Bear. We yeah. had like running gags through the whole bit, yeah. through the whole 50 minute show. And then the other three guys decided it was a lot of work and it was splitting the gate six ways and they didn't want to put in the time. And we thought, we get to be in a theater. So we have just stuck with it. We kept the name Flower City
1: Vaudeville, and we've been doing Rochester Fringe Fest since, and this, and now we do young audiences. And We saw, we saw a potential. They, they didn't want to put in the time for the amount of money that came out of it, but we saw a potential to go in a, in a new, whole new direction, uh, a, to, to, to try things that were in the back of our head but it never had a chance to. And, and we come from such ba- different backgrounds, the music and the juggling and training training in the clowning and character work acting and all that that when when we come up with an idea that one of us likes we play with it until all of us are laughing at it and then we go that'll probably work <laughs> and it does it seems to work great in words i can tell from being in the audience a couple
0: of times for your shows it definitely works <laughs> no, yeah thank you. it's it's as i was saying before it's it's you you entertain both the younger set with the antics and the vaudeville and, and the, the stunts and everything, and you always have something for the adults that goes whew, right over the kids' heads. And yeah. the, and, yeah, and then Just the, work then on different yeah. levels. Love that. Yeah. 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 It's like Rocky and Bullwinkle, in a sense. Yes, Grew up exactly. with
2: Rocky and Bill, Bullwinkle, and now you watch show, uh, movies like Finding Nemo, and there's always that track in there that the kids don't get. I love that we can do that. And the thing in what Rich was saying is, I think of us as like a Venn diagram. Ward's got the musicality. Rich has some training in classically from uh, from in comedy from the Celebration Barn and working with Avner the eccentric. And then I come from a juggling physical skills background, a lot self taught. But there are people that have really helped me along the ways to kind of play with that. And so I bring a, a skill set to it. And then we find this place in the middle that we can all. You know, I couldn't do any of the music without Ward pulling us out. But then we end up doing three-part harmony and playing Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: Just cracks me up that we can get away with that. How did I miss Bohemian Rhapsody? I have no idea. Why didn't you do that for us? Would
1: you like to do it again? Yes.
3: We, we sort of slip it in <clears throat> as an old English folk tune that morphs into... It uh, morphs into it. So yeah. we,
2: we have a bit in, in our show that we're doing here... As it, Baroque
1: Wind Ensemble. Yeah. Baroque, Baroque Wind yes. And yeah. Rich and I
2: hear broke Wind Ensemble, and that's not what the maestro hears. And we start out very seriously playing a, a Renaissance-y jig, the Kemp's jig, actually, in three-part harmony, and then... Rich and I then attempt to derail the maestro through the rest of the routine, and we end up playing. Doing pretty good at it. Star Wars yeah. and. Uh, yeah, Star Wars. Uh, good, the bad, and the ugly. Good, the bad, yeah. and the ugly. Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh,
1: over follow the, the yellow brick road. Over the good. rainbow.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. We throw in whatever we can. Could never do that without these guys and and Ward making us rehearse and rehearse and rehearse <sighs> to get it up so that we can actually make it
1: sound like music.
3: <laughs> then when, there's the juggling. And then there's the juggling.
1: there's the <laughs> juggling. Yes. The juggling and the music are two things that we spend a lot of time getting up to presentable level. And one, then once we do that and are comfortable w- with what we're doing, then we start adding the silliness and the play and the, and the goofiness. A of. lot of once which we- is,
3: is character-driven Car- by, by totally our characters character. and sometimes related to a narrative arc that we're working on to stitch the pieces together to make a show. Um, and, you know, in this case of this show, it's having lost our props and trying to make the best of it and complete a show for the town of Tawanda, our destination.
2: Right. Our crumb horns are back on the pickup truck, and so we have to deal with flutophones or penny whistles, whatever was at the daycare that Ralph got us. And we don't know what they are exactly, but the maestro recognizes them, so we give it a go.
0: Interesting. Yeah, it, it's, it was, I was very curious to see what kind of found... Objects you guys would come up with. The hula hoops had me going. That was uh, on. Uh, what do you call that? Standing on the on the on the platform with the
1: roller or a bongo board. It's a, a a roller, a piece of PVC pipe with a board across the top, and you stand on it and keep your balance. And I'm supposed to climb through a a hula hoop while standing on this supposed thing. to
3: climb through a ring of fire. Yeah,
1: yeah, okay. But we didn't have that. Uh, <clears throat> Ralph only came up with a hula hoop. So I figure out how to go through this hula hoop. Uh, and it, every time I do, it knocks my hat off. And I, when I finally have done it and everything's great, uh, get the applause. And then uh, uh, Ted here comes out with a much smaller hula hoop and says, this is the one you're really supposed to use. Mm-hmm. So I'm tr- working at trying to get through this thing. And I, and I take my hat off and I stick it through it and go, there, I got my hat through. <laughs> so that... Hat joke works nicely.
0: When are you going to do the nose
1: ring of fire? Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Talk to my wife. <laughs> I've experienced that a few times. Uh, I mean. yeah. We won't go into that here. Okay? Okay. It's, uh, no problem. What are your day jobs? Day jobs?
0: Do you have day jobs? What were your day jobs? What do you... He's retired. Yeah, he's I'm retired. retired. I was
1: a machinist and mechanic for, in a General Motors factory for 28 years. So uh, and I have still got a partial shop in my house, and I can build a lot of the things that, that we uh, dream up. Um, Ted, yeah, I, I teach at
2: Nazareth College as an adjunct in the School of Management. I, I have a doctorate and and travel around to businesses and organizations doing leadership training. I have a book called Little Blue Penguins: Tales for Making the Transition to Leadership. I really like working with supervisors that have just been promoted or are about to be promoted. And they have that revelation, I can't just tell people what to do anymore. And now I have to get this team to work together, and, and I have to be able to coach and mentor them. So that that's the group that I tend to like. So I do training workshops, occasional talks, but mostly training
3: workshops. And Ward, more. More. what's your regular but, job? <laughs> well, Besides yeah. the Academy of Music in Vienna? Yeah, yeah I'd like to know it. that. <laughs> that's just backstory. No, I've been uh, working in arts and education for about 30 years, uh, doing programs in schools, mostly for underserved inner city kids, um, learning about music, music composition, making instruments, relating music uh, to English language arts, and higher thinking skills. Cool.
0: What's it like bringing vaudeville to modern audiences? Is there, is there some kind of an understanding gap? Because I, I'm, sure. a lot of what the kids are exposed to today is, you know, whatever it is on their smartphones. Yeah. All right. And yeah, a lot of things, people a lot have of always
1: produced and processed, and yeah. you know they, they they check and make sure it's going to work before they put it out. And it's it's a minor variation on what on what everyone else is doing. We're free. We can do anything we want. Nobody knows really what vaudeville was, and vaudeville was just everything back in the uh, uh, 1800s. And so uh, you, you could have a singing saw. You could have some lady with a harp. You could have Burns and Allen. Uh, three stooges did vaudeville. Um, ever been compared to the three stooges? <laughs> well occasionally, yeah.
0: Really have. Really.
1: Mostly favorably, amazingly. So yeah, we're but vaudeville was some of everything. And that's what we get to throw that's why we took the name, was that sense of it's sum of everything. Anything, Anything we was could.
3: Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. One of the
1: challenges is that You know,
3: with modern audiences, I'm sure this is true for theater in lots of different ways. Is getting people to attend in the moment. Um, You know, they're used to having screens and having access at any time to entertainment. But if you can get them to sit for 40, 45 minutes and be with you and go along for a ride with you um, in a construct that you're unfolding right before their eyes and ears, they're gonna have uh, they're gonna have a lot of fun with us because that's what we're about. Yeah, Yeah.
2: if if an audience comes in prepared to have fun, because there's no pause button for uh, what we're doing. So, And a lot of this stuff moves fairly quick, and there's comments that are said or things that happen. If the audience is there with us and, and they do engage in that, because there's no fourth wall when we perform. We're, it's, it's an ongoing conversation with us in the audience. They're just fortunate we're,
1: we're not amongst them yeah. while we're playing. Well, sometimes we
2: are. We, it's true, it's true. We could. But they're rewarded, we hope, for that. And, and it's 45 minutes, 50 minutes of a, of a fast, fun ride.
1: We've been very, very pleased, uh, fortunate, that our audiences generally are very willing to go along with wherever we want to take them they they enjoy the ride they're as easily much amused, as we do in other words it's yeah free, yeah, it yeah, is, yeah our comedy is for people who are easily amused and not afraid to show it
0: i'd like to think that most people are easily amused because they're looking for amusement in the first place you're talking about yeah. sitting with the sitting having your audience sit with you for 45 minutes yeah. and i'm 56 okay and i am used to longer yeah, attention spans what? right yeah pretty <laughs> much i'm used to much longer attention spans than we have in a lot of audiences today, mm-hmm. and vaudeville back in the days of you know Woodrow Wilson and William Howard Taft and all that sort of thing, those were all day, uh, all day uh, events. Right. That was you, the
3: entertainment of the day. Yeah, yeah exactly. right.
0: it's, it, you'd go into the theater, and you'd be there for five, six, seven hours watching people do spoon symphonies and juggling and, and gosh All knows acts. what One
3: act yeah. after another after yeah another. It, just
0: yeah. a continuous
2: rolling of act after act after act yeah
0: how do you find your audiences with their attention span I mean, you've obviously conditioned your act to and a
1: modern attention span but how does that how does I mean, somehow they stay engaged we're, we' we're we move along in a pretty good clip and if we're if it keeps us laughing they seem to enjoy it as well I we don't particularly try and craft it to a short attention span. We, like I said before, we, we, as long as we make ourselves laugh, the audience joins in. We're yeah. fortunate that way. And,
2: and none of none of our bits are all that long. I know, right. like Baroque Wind is about seven, seven minutes long, but we're playing, what, six or seven songs mm-hmm. over the course of that time. And, and there's not, jokes and gags and,
1: and stuff, a yeah, mouse trap in it. Yeah,
2: and a mousetrap, and, and, and there's all these different things happening. So it, it, I don't know that we consciously think about short attention spans. Maybe we have short attention spans. That's why our bits tend to be shorter.
3: <laughs> right. Well, there's also, I think, the fact that we're playing characters, and, and what we're doing up there is... Is character driven in a way that lets people empathize with us, or they may they may you know say, oh, the maestro is the persnickety one, and uh, he's acting up again, and and that's what I do. Um, so whenever that happens, that's what the, that's the the identity of that character, and that's not really something that comes from old vaudeville as much, is no. it? No.
1: No, not really. The, the really you, good acts, like Burns and Allen, yeah. were, were very character. But
3: throughout an evening of a vaudeville show, it'd just be one act after another, and there'd be no connection yes, between them.
1: Right.
2: Yeah. What well, what we've done is strung <clears throat> different acts, the variety acts that we do, into a storyline, which wasn't necessarily part of right. of, of any vaudeville.
1: One of the so ways we've had done that it, that we've come to enjoy very much is picking someone to help us on the audience in the audience to help us stay on track. We. Find some guy, decide he looks like he, he, he's Alan, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> and Alan, help us out. He's an old friend from somewhere, and people have been willing to play the part of Alan for us. We give him a list of show orders, and he calls out what's next. So he becomes the representative for the whole audience, and he becomes our ringmaster, yeah, our keeping de us de facto entra- house manager. or yeah, uh, exactly, uh, stage, stage manager, manager right? right. And everyone's been willing to jump in and play that game, uh, and it works out easy for us.
3: That's a little device to enable us to have banter with the audience, too. Alan, what's next on the playlist?
0: you find that audience members are always willing to jump in and do this?
1: Yeah, the only people we've had refuse to to help out were when uh, Ward asked the blind guy to read something. (laughs) (laughs) But it did, didn't work he, out very he well. He didn't huh? get the, the pregnant he woman to come up it. and anchor the tug of war. Yeah, so for the that was good. Yep. Then,
3: I have a knack for picking volunteers. Yeah.
1: And then there was that
2: time that he, he, he picked the kid that had brain surgery for the Humilodian where he gets bopped on the head. Yeah, Th-
3: that's that's,
2: right. That was a classic pick.
3: That was the best day of that kid's life.
2: He,
1: best day, he loved, he loved that. <laughs> yeah. Ward yeah. has a talent that cannot be replaced. He picks uh, the volunteers <laughs> that you cannot call out. Out of a whole
2: audience to read a card one time. I can he find picks out, non-English speakers. He picks someone that couldn't read English. It was non-English speaker. Didn't even know what he was saying in the show. But he, Ward went right to him to read this card. No, really, read it. As if you're going to talk louder and slower, they'll understand you. Read the card.
0: Oh. Isn't that how you get around in the world just louder yeah. and slower
2: yes uh,
1: Americans do yes yeah. I, I just
2: recently saw somebody has a travel t-shirt that has all these pictures oh, yeah, on the them. pictures on so it, yeah. you can just point away I, I, we should get word one of those <laughs> So you can have them read this card like point. a menu on your it's shirt a, yeah it's, exactly. yeah it's all these pictographs on your That's shirt funny. and so you can communicate wherever you are. You don't need to know
1: like bathroom food, yeah, yeah. <laughs> train station, hammock <laughs>
0: <Yeah. All right. laughs> some of the some of the stunts you do uh, are very, very physical, and as someone who, like I said before, you know hurts himself putting his socks on i I look at these with nothing but admiration and wonder. Um, you gentlemen are gentlemen of around the same age as me and I don't want you to I don't want you don't have to reveal your age, but I'm fifty six. So I look at what you're doing and I'm Girl, thinking
1: i got a boobo right here. Hey. Look at that. Hey. Hey. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at I'm, look look at I'm looking look at, look look at you say. on the
0: balance board and I'm thinking how much a hip replacement is gonna be <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, how you, you you guys do some crazy physical stuff that you take chances with, besides hundreds and thousands of hours of preparation um, how do you how do you bring yourselves to actually do this time after time after time?
2: What, what tricks is he talking
0: about?
1: I don't, I don't know.
0: Stay winning.
1: No, no. Okay, let's put it this way. <laughs> falling down stuff. I've
0: I've down. got a video
1: yeah. of
0: Ted yeah. pushing Rich yeah. across the stage in a wheelbarrow and then Dump. dumping you out. Yeah. And I'm thinking, there goes my shoulder. All right. Um, yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, for, for,
1: for me, I younger, guess.
0: younger, more durable folks, it might not be as chancy. I'm just wondering. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I, did,
1: you know? yeah. Uh, I studied judo for a number of years with uh, Dr. Sachio Ashida, who was a uh, Japanese champion before World War II. So he really learned the old way, and that's the way he taught. That helped me learn how to take a fall and not get hurt, how to turn it into a roll. Uh, or if you fall straight down, how to slap. Uh Uh, So that was very, very helpful in in surviving. I had always clowned around and done things that were, that I was falling down. But if I got hurt, I was younger. Now I can do it and learn, and I know how to land. Ted dumps me out of the hammock, you know, bam, straight down. And I, I just, know how to put one hand down i launch myself a little bit forward so they don't come right down on the bar except for yesterday i got a boo-boo and and i land on a flat floor and i i cut ca- i know how to catch myself i very years fortunate. and
0: years of physical training and yeah. yeah yeah okay
1: and i've always been active i used to run 100 miles a week and um you know just the group, all this stuff I'm somehow fortunate that at 64, some of it's still with me. E- en- enough to do this, what we're doing. Yeah.
0: Well, I would say some of these stunts are, are dicey for anybody to do. Uh, it's, they don't look easy. And I, I've, I've actually broken a wrist just falling down off of my roller skates. So, I mean, yeah. I'm a klutz yeah. of the first <laughs> order. But I've seen Ted try and balance a chair on his chin.
1: Well, that's... He really can. He, he, I, I you, really, you're saying he tries. He does. He's purposely he's, failing yeah, at it. Yeah, the trick
3: is to make it look awkward. Yeah, yeah the,
2: the trick on the chair balance is, is to, when it comes down, to make sure that I throw my forearm up and hit the chair with my elbow, but it makes it look like my head hit the chair. My head never hits the chair, but the forearm does. And, and then to get my head through the back of it. That, that took a little bit, but that's, it's just a balancing trick. Jugglers balance things. Uh, learning how to walk on a hammock,
0: that that was, that was one heck of a stunt. That... You had, the audience was riveted watching this thing. For the sake of, of, of our radio audience here who can't see these guys, it's basically a backyard hammock a, on, a, on a metal stand, and you ratchet it up until the hammock itself is fairly taut, and then you actually get up on it in Oxford shoes, which again, I'm yeah. I'm trying to pay attention to this because they're loafers. Am I correct? correct lo- they're yeah, lof- yeah, yeah, they're loafers. Dr. Schultz. And you know, and I'm just sitting there with 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 abated breath, hoping for the best, which always happens. But which one of you guys came up with that idea? Uh, uh, well, uh,
3: well, uh, I, 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 someone told him it couldn't be done, so he had to <laughs> do it. I I
2: wanted to do that I wanted to learn how to walk a rope when I was 50 9 years ago so that was my birthday present when I turned 50 was to learn how to slackline 53. yeah oh, oh really? yeah, yeah yeah he's he's 61 <laughs> so, math majors so I I wanted to learn how to do it. and once I figured out how to do slacklining then I thought well this isn't useful to go to a show cuz I can't take true trees with me what can I do and I cast it about on the internet and I, I found like one reference to a hammock. And I thought, oh yeah, that'll work. And, and I started playing with it. I got a hammock stand and I kept looking on the internet. I could find no picture of anybody else walking on a hammock. And now I can't even find the original reference in writing to it. So I, maybe I dreamt it. And, and I ended up going to MiniFest down in Baltimore, which is this training for performers. And Rich and I have been to it a couple of times. And the first year I took it, I was going to show this, there was Dexter Tripp, who performs in Ren Fairs, and he's he's got the hurdy-gurdy mustache, he's thin as a rail, and his dark eyes will look through the back of your head. He scared me. Mm. And then there was Dave Cox, who is from out east here in Coho's, New York, and Dave is one of my heroes, because I've seen him take toilet paper, unperforated, unwrap it, have the audience hold it, twist it into a rope, hold it like a rope, and then walk on toilet paper. He was there, and then there was a guy that had built riggings for circus for 20 years, and I told him, I'm going to walk on a hammock. And the circus guy was adamant, you can't do that, it's not set to take that weight. And I went, well, I've been doing it six months, I guess I don't know enough physics. And Dexter and Dave were really good, because at the time I was doing it with straps, like you do slacklining. And he looked at me and he said, it's a hammock. Use it as a hammock. So then I eventually got a hammock that's a parachute hammock, no spreader bars. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I figured out that I could roll it tight enough and do it, it actually became much easier than the straps. But it's still a hammock. It does move. Yeah. Slackliners slack think I'm a little crazy sometimes, because I do wear the shoes. I don't do it yeah. barefoot. And, and the hammock stand does move a bit. There's a wibble and a wobble to it.
0: Yeah. Weekend Warriors, seriously, do not uh, try this at home, uh, unless you want to be the laughing stock of your entire family.
2: You, you promise not? my wife's never going to hear this? <laughs> so, uh,
0: I, ab- absolutely not. No, definitely, yeah, yeah. So
2: the first time I tried to juggle on it, it's like, okay, now I can walk on it. I got this figured. And this is pre-hammock, so this is still with a strap. Uh, so it's about a one-inch wide strap. I had it hooked up, and no one was home. I was in my basement. I went, oh, I can juggle on this. I got up on it, and I made one throw with the juggling clubs, and the next thing I remember, I was bouncing off the floor, heading up off my chest. Did a quick body scan. Aww. Okay, nothing's broke. I've got all three clubs in my hands. Oh, crap. I, I didn't get back on that thing for, like, two months. <laughs> and then, then figured out this strap thing. It stuck to my foot, and it swung me up Aww. in the air. And, uh, and then I uh, figured that, that's not a good thing. And then, wow. so the hammock you can fall straight down, which is a good thing because it's just a rolled piece yeah, of, of yeah. nylon, so it's it's much much safer, much safer.
0: What's the craziest act you guys have ever put together for this?
1: Craziest act? I've gotten a big kick out of Hobo Joe. Oh,
0: I remember that from last year. That yeah. was that was
1: hilarious. Ward yeah. came up with this whack out I had mentioned that Ward has been a storyteller and doing uh, um, 1940s radio show style of telling a story with his own sound Sound effects and whatnot and a little fedora and all that. And I I mentioned to him one time, wouldn't it be cool if I acted out what was happening in the story you're telling? And he wrote this incredible story about a hobo jumping off a, a train, looking around, getting into one problem after another, And and finally, surviving to get back on. But he's in a straight jacket. He's chased by a bull. He uh, gets shocked by an electric fence. He has to to escape the bull. Has to run and dive over the electric fence. Um, You're working all
0: this out on stage. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: So we so put I, some of those things in just to make him do that crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He'll never do this. Right? I, right. I, we'll I see how
3: far we can make him go. And everything
1: <laughs> they come up with, oh, I want to do that. <laughs> I had a couple, several years of uh, mime uh, training as well, but way back in, in the 70s. So that fed into this with the character and, and making something out of nothing. And then the judo helped with the, the forward diving roll, and it all just worked. It's a, he came up with this incredible story, and, and Ted fills in with sound effects, and crazy physical stuff happens. What we do you guys... Haven't, we haven't broken you yet. No, keep yet. trying. I you got a boo-boo yesterday. Yeah, no, you keep talking about that. You
0: guys seem absolutely indestructible. I've seen you a couple of years in a row, and you never fail to just delight the child in me, and... Scare the heck out of the burgeoning old man in me. But, um.
2: <laughs> we got a scream
0: yesterday. Thursday night, we got a yeah, scream. Falls off the t- we <laughs> fell off the <laughs> hammock, we <were> got a scream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where can we find you on either interwebs or, I mean, where can we keep up with, with your antics and your your next of whatever it is you're doings?
3: Look for us at flowercityvaudeville.com and we try and keep that site pretty current with pictures and postings and videos um we have facebook
1: facebook page
3: flower city vaudeville on facebook cool what's next for you guys
2: well we got some school shows coming school up shows. Uh, athens art fest we're doing a relay for life at the end of uh, in Canandaigua at the end of april we're volunteering and doing a show for that
1: yeah um, we are busy
2: yeah, <laughs> some young audiences of Rochester shows in the schools around Rochester area. And, and then in September, we'll be at the Rochester Fringe Fest.
0: Yep. Yeah. Nice, nice.
2: Good luck, gentlemen. Oh. It's a lot. Oh, oh. There's yeah. one more thing. What are we going to do in December, guys, in January?
0: The
3: Tempest.
2: Oh. We're doing Shakespeare. The friend?
0: Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, let's, let's talk about this. Let's talk about... Really? Come on.
2: Somebody came in Rochester, and they saw us do some things at the Muck Theater yeah. And uh, contacted Ward Rich. Me. Contacted Rich and said, I've seen you guys, what you do. I want to take, he said he wants to take Phil. uh, Phil Fry. He wants to take the
1: Tempest. Of the Shakespeare Company. uh, Wants to do, he does it. uh, Condensed. Condensed condensed Shakespeare. Uh, Everything is in there. It's just very condensed. Uh, he's, He's excellent at rewriting Shakespeare. And he would love to have us. Play in *The Tempest*, where I play the character of Prospero, the uh, magical king of in exile of a small island, Mm -hmm. and Ted and Ward will play the single character of Ariel, who is a magical uh, wisp, who unseen by the everyone everyone else but me, Uh, and I have Ariel. Very much
3: like Hobo Joe. Very much. Yeah. (laughs) Great.
1: In reverse, because yeah. uh, finally I'm in control, kind of. But well, you think sense you sense are. <laughs> I think I'm going to be in control. Nothing yeah. never works yeah. outright. But we'll be playing this uh, part in December at Muck Theater. We, oh, no, in January. December after, and January. December yeah. and January. Uh, so We're doing Shakespeare. We're doing Shakespeare.
3: Well, yes, we're going to be doing Shakespeare as
1: vaudevillians yes.
3: Uh, yes. in some way, bringing well, some of our hijinks into The Tempest.
1: Flower City vaudeville version of fake spear. I don't know
0: how I or anybody else could possibly pass this up. Check them out on their website, flowercityvaudeville.com. Rich Ward and Ted, thank you so very, very much for being with us today. And thanks for doing the Ithaca Fringe. And hope to see you again very, very soon. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Hey kids, thanks for listening to On Stage, Off Stage. On Stage, Off Stage is produced monthly. All of our shows can be found at onstageoffstage.org and also on iTunes. If you enjoy what we do, please recommend us to your friends. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, at OnOffStage. And if you are a theater artist with an upcoming project of interest or work in a part of theater that we haven't covered yet or know of someone in the theater world who'd make good chat, send us a note. Info at onstageoffstage.org. Our intro and outro music is Surf Good, Surf Fast by the composer Steve Channon. You can hear more of his work on SoundCloud. I'm George Sapio. Thanks once again and happy theatering to all of you.